Just like Matua brings us morals each week, which are the best. The best. A chemist Warehouse bring you all you need to keep yourself fit and healthy. Without great keeping. The Morning Shift, backed by Chemist Warehouse. It's the best. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push. Let's go. Never fold. Team toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Everything in between is a big trust Tuesday. We here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you mess up. Do the dishes. Or spelled by uh, you know media. What's cooking good looking? Hey, what is cooking good looking? Good. Good looking. Good looking. Good looking. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you're called down under your home, welcome to new media, the people's media. Let's pull. Say no more. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. That's it. And if we ain't number one in the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it. Come Come on, baby. It's a big trust Tuesday. We've got a big show for you, locked and loaded as well. I've got a workplace story that someone's going to jail for. Which I can't wait to tell you guys that. I said that with a giggle. I don't mean to say that with a giggle. Uh, also on the show, Central B might be dropping in if we have. I don't know if we can afford it. Uh, he he had a few things oh. to, you know, what is it like a admirers in the green room, like his um admirers. his list, and, and we were like oh, admirers. Yeah, well, I don't know writer. if we actually a writer. Yeah, a writer. He had a writer, and we were like, nah, I don't know. About that. Uh, we got so we might have him on the show. This is dope though. Someone who's actually uh, amazing and important. New Zealand's youngest ever MP. Is in the building. Hanarafati. So looking forward to catching up with her. She's 21 years old, guys. Twin, like not even doing those 21. Like she's actually 21. She's on the show as well. And Mark, hey man, you always got us for the moral on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's a goodie today. Okay, looking forward to that. Oh, can't wait. As well. Yeah, it contains a pig and a sheep. There you go. Say less. But we always start the show with an absolute vibe. And Jordan, I know you were down and out, so I don't want to uh, have the. BPMs too high. Oh, right. you can pick them high. So I, I, I want to do this one just for you. All right. Psych. Oh, hey. yeah. Hey. You may break your rib, but don't break your neck, my back. Check oh, see, are we repeating All songs? Thing you need to do right here is snarl your oh. freaking head. Break ah. your rib, yeah. yeah. Break your rib, yeah. yeah. Repeat that song, yeah. Break your freaking neck, boy. Give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Just give it away. Talk to me, you look like you can really give it to us. I know when you're talking, the way you try to walk for me, the way you really try to put it on the dog. Doing it like I never did before for me, the way you break your back and I break your neck, and the way you try to put it on the floor for me. Come on, come on, come on. Oh yeah, tell me what my sister did. Okay, let me bless y'all this one time when I lock it down and I hit you with that. With that bomb, y'all just know all day we be making the drop. Y'all just know every time we come through this motherfucker, we always taking a ride. So let me do this. Know when we come, we be making it fly, the way we making it hot, to make it up on top. Check for me. Well, Everybody from every hood, bang your head till you break your motherfucking neck for me. Just let me give you real speech to rock and go. When we clap, they'll see me. Why is he deep? Oh, she's all together one time. Second time? Damn, what are we doing? All 
Sometimes you got to run it back. Hey, that's your, uh, your hype song. Your board song. Mark did that one. That's probably why I didn't help you hype. Oh, no. I was uh, I was hyping away nicely in the background. How was the rib, Jordan? Yeah, nah, it's not good, eh? How's the pork rib? It's not good. Not feeling good at all? You sleeping? Nah, it's just, yeah. It's, sleeping's hard. <laughs> oh. Coughing, sneezing, Man. laughing. Not the buzz, eh? The life of an athlete. Lifting big Seriously. weights. You taking Panadol? Any painkillers? Nah, but what I realise, I'm a... I'm a hard dude, you know. My pain threshold yeah, must be way up. Cause yeah, you sound. Come <laughs> on. How's the you sound um, like out of curiosity? How is how is the the feeling that you aren't capable of doing certain things? Because I know, you know, if you watch any kind of uh, what, like our world planet things that you you always see like you know hunters, the males in the in the the, the pack, they're out there hunting. Uh, but when one gets pulls up lane, they can't they can't perform those yeah, tasks. I know. It's pretty much like how the podcast works, you know. Like yeah, one guy's out. You know, we're not as strong, but it's fine. Are you? Are you? You're coping with it. You're, the, you're like the wolf that has to stay home and play with the nah, other pups. To be honest, I'm like irritable. I'm pretty annoyed about it. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not there for too long. Eh? Like I'm not happy. Yeah, no, we know. We know. We know. Hey, Mark, I want to uh, also congratulations for getting a year back because we found out you're actually 42. Yeah, sorry, hey, that congrats, was my fault. man. You forget. You forget when you're counting. Thank you. Thank you. Eight years to 50, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, uh, can I ask you guys a quick question before we actually jump into the show? Absolutely. What's your fear? I, I know that was like, let's just, let's just go to it. What's your fear? Didn't, didn't warm into that at all. What, what, what well, do at we At the feel? moment, it's sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. I'm what's just... our greatest fear or what's just, what do we fear? Just, just I, I can't elaborate too more. I've just got to ask sneezing. that question. What's your fear? Locking sneezing in. Okay. Or coughing. Uh, I think for me, it would be coming face to face with a situation that I couldn't handle. Like I just, that something that rocks me so much to the core that I would just not be able to stay on a straight and narrow and push through it. That would be my greatest fear. I don't know what that is yet. And hopefully I never find it. Wow. That's so interesting because there's a thing going around at the inter- on the internet at the moment. And I'm just going to play this out. And apparently guys all have answers like that. Listen to this. You ask this to a guy, he'll have a deep answer. Ness, what's your fear? Spiders. I'm scared of the dark. Babe, what's your fear? My fear? Yeah. Probably growing old, not being able to do the things I used to do <laughs> so easily. Like, even wash dishes or, you know, like pick up stuff off the ground. Uh, oh. So apparently dudes all have, like, I thought the same thing. Apparently we have deep answers as well. Mama was, was growing old and missing out on a whole bunch of things. Apparently dudes... Test has been done at the moment, and test is done on TikTok because that's where you find all your greatest information in the world. Guys' biggest fears, or guys' fears, are always going to be deep and meaningful ones, and girls going to give us. Guys are deeper than, in general, though we are deeper than. I think we're deeper than what we show. Ah, oh, most yeah. of the time. Jordan kind of saved it there with a little bit of a sneeze at the moment, so they, <laughs> they gave us absolute balance they of it all. Genuinely, he's fearing that right now, though. A sneeze or a laugh is always. That's well, a- if you ask a guy a question generally. And he does actually choose to answer it. It's it's more likely going to be what he actually thinks. But why is that? Because we we don't have the burden of complicating things. Uh. <laughs> uh. What, what does that mean? Well, We're not distracted. Like we we can sit in that moment and actually think it through and and come out. With I a- shouldn't say that it makes us deeper. That's not true. Um, but. Often women, because they're so gifted with communication and, and, and being able to, to articulate the complexities of their situations and their lives, sometimes it just takes them a, a, a longer time to get from point A to B, which is their truth. 
But for guys, if we decide to answer something, we we often it's just like, well, there it is. You know what I mean? That's what? us. That this is me. Let's Boom. take this prime example though. Which one would you rather live? It seems like a much I don't know if easier life is the easier way to go about it, but when someone's like, Hey, what's your fear? And I say spiders, as opposed to I don't know if I'm gonna see the whole world and how long I'm gonna live for, which answer would you rather have? Well, sometimes Which one seems easier to live in? In this situation, we're going A to B is good, but sometimes you look at a painting and you wanna see you Come on, know, preach to me. You don't just want to see a smiley face. You want to see the river. You want to see the stream, the trees, the sky, the birds. Something that can tell the, you about the sun rays peering through. The, you know, so it's not, it's not say anyone's better or worse. It's just, and I wouldn't call it a burden. Like I, I, I feel like the ability to be able to articulate how you feel. The burden to really feel so much, <laughs> Like I, I would love to walk in the shoes of someone who didn't think on that level and when I say think on that level they've already thought it through they've processed it and they've come up with spider as their biggest fear like I, that would be a great life to live but you which know. is still a fear right like I still have a fear yeah. of spiders yeah without a doubt but my initial thought is like, okay we've got to get serious with it. We've got do they really need to research it like do they need to continue on with the research I mean it's Dr. TikTok or we just, do we just do it Dr. I think, I think everyone's most common fear is being disenfranchised right and put outside which is why Shut Where up. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to shut up. All right, let's start the show with some Daily Bread. Yeah. Daily Bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft. The bread that I'm stays back, softer baby. for longer. That's right, it does. Daily Bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Yeah, and we are at November 28th. That is 332 days deep into the year. Only 33 left to get her done. Get her done. 33, what a number. Brooks, some great NBA players on 33. Scotty Pippen. Here we are. Brian Hill. Yes. Oh, go again. The throwbacks. That's about all I got. That's enough. A bit of a, uh, a history lesson. On this day, back in 1893 here in Aotearoa, women got to vote in the first general election. Love that. Come on now. Yeah, we were Start the first the country here. in the world to allow, well, when we say allow, when we when we said, you know what, why is it just the dudes who are out there voting in the polls? These are, why is it all those men who are sitting there saying, oh, did I not get my address changed at time at the right time? Do I have to sit in the other line? And Do we yeah. still feel like that was a good thing for us to do as a country? I'm joking. It's a joke. We need women it's in charge of us joke. right now. It's yeah. a joke. We've got three... Do- actually, Humor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Another history lesson, a bit of a sad one. This day in 1979 here in Aotearoa, 257 people lost their lives on the uh, on Mount Erebus. It was mm. uh, our most tragic of uh, flight disasters. Mount Erebus disaster happened here uh, in 1979. And it's also... International French Toast Day today. Oh, love me some good French toast. My mum makes incredible French yeah, toast. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes, eh? Hey, I'm a sometimes French oh, toast. You gotta try my mum's one. Yeah, yeah, I will, yeah, I'd love she to. She the bananas. She has, she the cafe one sometimes doing too much. Yeah. They're doing too much. Find, that's the thing with French toast. It's very busy. It's very sweet and sweet and savoury. It's a, there's a lot going on. Then they chuck flowers on top of them for mm, some reason. Yeah, flowers like, what the heck's just going on? A little yeah. bit of icy sugar. Get that over there, bad boy. Maybe yeah. strawberries if you want to get a little exotic. But that's probably where you got to do the weeding before I have a feed. The feeding. Hey, the hey. weeding before I get the feeding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, I missed this, but uh, it was actually yesterday or a couple of days ago. But 24 years ago, a couple of days ago, sorry, Pokemon Gold and Silver version were released oh, on Game Boy a, Color, yes. selling 1.4 million. Uh, units on the first day and would eventually sell 23 million copies by 2010. Oh, I used to love me. Gotta catch them all, baby. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. But I used to love that. I would, I would sit on that religiously. My mom would be like, hey, that's enough time. You gotta get off that bad boy. I'm gonna um, right now. Oh, wow. Yes, go on, Mark. Can I tell you a really lame story about me as a father? Uh, so, Ava and I, when I walk her to school, um, she and I play uh, kind of like Pokemon, but it's with the local cats. 
And if we can pat one of them, like, you know, how the cats are all sitting outside as you're walking to school, if we can pat one, like, we have that cat as, like, a Pokemon in our pocket on the way to school. So, I, well, I ended up patting Sebastian today. So, Sebastian's my cat. And, uh, yeah, that's... Um... Who said that was lame? <laughs> that's what I thought about. I was like, man, that's terrible. That's on. you got to get them off. That's mean. Uh, all right, my... My uh, daily bread. Uh, we love a little uh, a list at the end of the year, and they're starting them already. We're going to go with the sexiest bald men for 2023. Oh, sexiest what, sorry? Bold. Bald. Bald. Oh, yeah. Bald. Yeah. Bald as we know here. Mm. Jason Stratham's probably won it again. No. The Rock. No. Uh, okay, so they're both in it. They're just Hall of Fames, right? They, they, like, even they make the list every year. The dude who won it, though. We'll get to the dude who won it, actually. But we'll go number 10 first, Terry Crews. Handsome fella. Looks like he's nah, he's really ripped. Nice. He's ripped. Uh, he's Shaq. Handsome. I love Big Shaq Daddy. He came in at number nine. Yeah, I like Shaq. Uh, the Rock. He was actually number seven. Ah, three monstrous men. Ooh, Michael Jordan was number six. Jeff Bezos. See, when you make X amount of money, you just become pretty. There's no way that he's top ten. He's he, he's yoked though, eh? He's like he he he's, he's chiseled. He's I, I never seen him. He's got biceps and that. He, really? Personal trainer been working him out. He got the money for it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is number four. Jason Statham there was number three. Vin Diesel was number two, oh, and I, I, I can almost guarantee that none of you will guess number one. I, I promise you, you. Do we know the person, or is it you just... know him? Like everyone in the world almost knows him, but I think everyone in the world would never guess who number one is. Christopher Luxon. That's funny. I'm laughing like that because I have broken ribs, guys. If you missed yesterday's show, I'm not mocking. Um, I don't know. Tell us, Prince William. Oh, no, shush. He's not even He's fully not even, bald. That's what I... Come on, man. Like, what are we doing here? You, Throw that list out. going to be fully so bald. Guidelines in this bad boy. There's the only men on the list. Uh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought Jada might have made it. Um, <laughs> that is your daily bread, right? <laughs> that is your daily bread. Breaking bread with <laughs> the news of today. Thank you, Tom. This is the morning shift. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Some of you guys, eh? Just the absolute bloody worst. Let me just have a sip of my tea before we do Come on now. <laughs> I, I'm here for this. <laughs> the tea is always served hot. Leave the bag in. Love the shifters too. Hey, so um, we're getting towards the end of the year. And sometimes the aligning of timing is just such a beautiful thing. I heard a workplace story from one of my friends over the weekend. And we just thought, hey. Maybe this is a good time to incorporate some of the stories that you've heard this year at your workplace. But we frame it like this. You ain't hear it from me, but you didn't hear it from me, but. And then you can go off and you can get you out, whatever, whatever you need to you say about it. whatever you I've seen. You, you just <laughs> let us know. So let me tell my story first, all right? Uh, you didn't hear this from me, but one of my friends was telling me over the weekend, he works in sales. And he works with the rock and rollers when they're talking big money. I can't say for legal reasons the company that he works with, but they're working with the upper echelons of the millions and millions of dollar deals. Frontier. Jordan, don't you don't you even go there. No, I have to say it. that it's not Frontier. Okay. Uh, he was telling us that one of the accountants that they have has found himself in some hot water. Oh. Uh, what he was doing, one of the accountants, actually, no, let me go back a step. One of the cool things about this company is that they're given X amount of money during the year to give to charities. It's just part of what they do. You can have this money, you give it to a charity, go on about your day. What one of the accountants was doing was he was, I'm not laughing, he was setting up charities, getting them approved. Nah. 
taking that money, putting nah. it into the charities, from the charities, sending them to foreign accounts, oh, and six, seven, eight months later, he was sending them back into his account. And over the space of around about five years, they think he's walked away with almost $6 million. I knew you were counting up. Filthy. Also, uh, if you're going to be a thief, don't be stupid. It's just part of the parcel these days. Leave that for the smart people. Why was he stupid? It sounds pretty he smart caught. what he's doing. No, because he got caught. What he was doing, well, though, how the he stupid was... part was lying and being an absolute... Rocket. So it was Rock. such an elaborate scheme. Like he, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's not one of those. One. It's not one of the stupids. Those no, are you sounded kind of really smart, <laughs> brainy to me. <laughs> okay, to add to what he's done as well, this probably actually makes him a little bit smarter. He, at the very start of it, he leased out a car. So he leased out a Range Rover, right? Brand new, top of the line that are year. You really, Range you really listening to in the story, bro? This guy, I was like, tell me more. <laughs> he leased out this Range Rover, uh, and then when he started work, he told the whole company that uh, he had received a whole bunch of money because his parents passed away in Sri Lanka. <gasps> don't give the... Don't, don't, don't that's fine. That's, that's oh, fine. Okay. We, just, we can't say the company. Well, we don't need to put the culture to it, though. You know? So no one ever asked any questions. They said they, they came from millions and they he received these crazy amounts of money. So no one ever asked any questions about where he was receiving this money. But six months in, he comes in with a brand new car. The next year, he's got a sports car to go with that as well. So no one ever asked any questions about how he is making this money because he said that was his inheritance money that only him and his brother got. Elaborate. How much millions did he take? One, two, six. Sri Lanka? No. Six. <laughs> six uh, mil. Yeah, they think he's walked six. away with about six. Wow. So you ain't hear it from me, but embezzlement. The biggest shame in this wow. is that charities missed out. If we're being honest, that's the biggest shame in all of this. But oh, he. Yeah. No, the biggest shame is the six way that. Six mil. The six big, mil. The biggest shame is how big businesses offset to trust. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, how do you not even notice this? They don't actually get all the money doesn't necessarily go to those charities in that kind of way. Well, this case, six million didn't go. So it was pretty clear. <laughs> and I was like, how do you not notice six million, though? And they just said that when you're working with, like, let's say you make 600000 what's well, $6? Yeah, it's, true. It, it was that kind of play park that they're playing imagine in. Imagine living in those maths. Woo! Oh, imagine being living ma- in jail imagine, now. imagine working and thinking you know someone like that. And then just re- like the story coming out, and then you're just kind of like, oh, I knew it. Imagine what you don't know. There's probably someone at your workplace right now doing something that you don't Ooh. know about. Maybe you're the person listening. Stop doing it. You've just got sweaty hands right now, don't you? So we chucked it out there, shifters. I used to like, work at a bank. Nothing. What stories you can tell? Nothing. Sorry. What? what Jordan. Am what am I doing? Just give us a. Can you tease us on? No, I can't. You didn't hear it from me. You didn't hear from him. <laughs> you didn't hear anything from him. <laughs> hey, we chucked it out to our shifters, though, and this is why you guys are the absolute best. You didn't hear this from me, but when I used to work in fast food restaurant, we would serve people the way that they spoke to us. Oh. So, for example, if a nice old lady would come in and, and order something, we'd probably put, you know, extra salt on her fries, probably sneak in a cheeky piece of chicken as well, whatever. But also, um, I knew this one co-worker who was quite... You know, anger issues. And um, when a, you know, a would come in and order their food and be just so rude over the speaker, we would either purposely get their order wrong so they could drive all the way back, or this is a bit yuck, but. Um, Don't say it. Don't. Don't say it. Some of the workers that I knew used to spit. Oh, I knew that. Used to spit in the customer's food because of the way they were talking or the way that we were being treated. 
You didn't hear from me there. I knew it. I knew it. Bro, this is why I always check my, I always check myself with all takeaways because they're working a hard job but often you know I get a little bit frustrated but I, I always make it like hey I know it's not your fault but like can I please like this is you know just so that, that that doesn't come my way but if I ever get an inkling bro I'm checking that burger I'm looking for a little bit of saliva <laughs> through spit or anything <laughs> oh, and bro bro that's in shivers down my back even thinking about that that is not good I knew that stuff happens eh I felt like you could have drawn the line of like hey we got the order wrong and you can come back after like four or five minutes down the road and this is but why it's imperative if there's two of you in the car and someone else is losing their like losing losing their anger and they're like Yeah, you tell yeah, me shush. You, you shush. Yeah. All right, because yeah. you're, you're gonna hurt my food if you yes. yes. You're right. You're gonna mm. be collateral on it probably too. Ugh. Okay, yes. what else we got? You didn't hear it from me, but my name and the auditor's name for our job, we have the same name. And so our finance guy for our job accidentally emailed me all of the auditor documents instead of sending it to the auditor. And I accidentally opened the email and it pretty much had all of the financials for my job, including how much my boss gets paid, like right from the top all the way down to our department and everyone in my department. But now I know how much everyone gets paid. (laughs) I like how much accidental stuff went on in that. I accidentally opened that bad boy up. Whoops. Hey, be honest. Would all of us open that email? Twice on Sundays. Oh, of course. 100%. Of course. I'm trying to get get my hands on it right now. The worst part, though, is what do you do? Like, now you're just walking around work begrudgingly at everyone who earns more than you, like, for doing what you may deem as less. No better energy than envy. Just envying everyone else's pay packet. It's great for the workforce. (laughs) Those ones, hey, boss walks in. Good morning. Shut up. (laughs) You didn't hear this from me, but my bestie used to work at the Gold Coast Airport for an airline company. Yes. One day she was in the lunchroom and was making microwave popcorn. She timed it all wrong and forgot about it, so it burnt through the package and the microwave caught on fire, set off the smoke alarms, and they had to evacuate the entire airport. (laughs) Did she shut down the Gold Coast Airport? entire airport. I also read the message that she sent as well, and she said the same person who did that said that one day she was in jail so she couldn't come into work. That was her oh, excuse. That's karma. Popcorn too, average. Popcorn is average to be closing down. You know, it's an average snack to be Imagine closing you had down. To get home from, from, yeah, you, you didn't get home average. with some popcorn. It's not that average. Well, to well, close down to, on the to not come back home. Yeah, yeah. It, it's terrible. You it's didn't terrible. hear it from me, but the real reason the wellness area got shut down at work <gasps> wasn't because. Uh, People we weren't using it was because uh, people were using it for the pork sorting space. The pork sorting space? <laughs> pork sorting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, I, I guess sometimes you do feel better after it. Wellness. That's the point of the wellness room, ain't it? Mm. Just shut it down for that. Yeah. Different yeah. reasons. Okay, yep, yep. He didn't hear it from me, but. <laughs> and one of the warehouses out west that I used to work at, uh, a day shift manager used to reduce the prices of um, expensive entertainment items and fragrances and she used to put it down to like $10, sometimes even $5 and she would buy it for herself and one time she got caught 
and you know instead of taking it and going down by herself she decided to drag every other person in that warehouse that was doing dodgy business down oh. with her she'd be pushing the wrong way <laughs> That's giving Matt or Mark vibes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, You're that's, all coming that's, with me. Oh, that's heavy cool. on the pool. Uh, so, I guess when you've got managerial rights at certain workplaces, you can you everyone's can approve, abusing managerial rights at some point. Eh? You can approve a discount on an item that doesn't need to be discounted. So you just go around and go shopping one day with all the things you think need to be discounted for that day. Bang, bang, bang. UTV. Hey, times are tough, man. Inflation. You got Christmas coming up. It might be a birthday coupled at the same time. You got to worry about Christmas parties and gifts that you have to give for. You got to make it work. How you got to make it work, man? Hey, I got, I got. I just had a thought about one more that you didn't hear this from me. But what? No, we didn't. What some people that I'm not saying they were my friends. We were younger. Used to do that. Used to work at a place that a lot of people know and probably shop at over Christmas. Was uh, they would allow some of uh, their friends to fill up the trolley and put it through the scanner. And knowing damn well that they wouldn't have enough money in their account at the end of the day, it was going to decline and act like it accepted, give them a receipt, let them walk out. Yeah. Uh, You didn't hear it from me. You didn't hear that from me. But there was a very similar story of some people who uh, would go through the checkouts and the the person who was on the checkouts would actually make the beep noise but not actually scan the product. (laughs) (laughs) That's even better. Wow. (laughs) And you end up with a you know paying two bucks for a whole trolley load of, of boxes of beers and stuff. I uh, didn't hear it from me though. You didn't hear it from me, but someone in the TMS team. Hey 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 hey! hey what? Then now we'll leave it. <laughs> this is the morning shift. Kilda shifters, we uh, oh, I'm a little bit nervous, Matil Mark and myself. <laughs> um, we we have an absolute superstar in the studio right now. He's he rapped on the current uh, smash hit, "Do the Dishes." His name's Central B. This was his verse. If you've missed it, how can I be autophobic? Absolutely, got no dad. My speed game calling my son that's witter. Ain't no waste, man. Uh. I'm on lane, too hot, too fast. Ain't no metro link. You go like on me in the morning, shit to get you from A to B. I'm an athlete, shoot three. But you didn't know that I did go bro. No, we didn't. Logos, you know, fresh hoodies in a Batman flow. I big, 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 swing big. Yeah, I ain't no caddy. You could call me Ted Papa, but my friends call me Big Daddy. That's right. And uh, mate, how you going? We have Central B in the studio right now to talk about the uh, well, amazing track first of all that you're a part of, but. Central B, how did how were you able to write you know the verse for that song or just like what was your inspiration? What well, actually before I start, how are you, mate? How are you today? Wagwan fam, uh, can you get up can close you, to the mic? Can you get close to the mic, please? Wagwan fam, can you? Wagwan my fam, Wagwan my fam. Is this your first interview? Because you're, I I, I do this. Uh, most interviews that I actually do seems a little bit run down in here. Actually, to be honest. <laughs> I actually asked, I asked my manager, what what are we doing here today? Who is this as we walked in? So it's going to be a cool five minutes. Um, we're on the clock already. Played about one minute of the song. So uh, you're about four minutes ago, yeah. That's cool. When when does the accent kick in? Because I, <laughs> I can hear the kind of New Zealand kind of influence there when, in the start. Uh, first of all, is that an attitude? Sorry. You're, you're on my time here. Sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry yeah. Yeah. So you're on my time. I pick and choose from. You know, don't 
people come around my ends, I pick and choose farmers. I do this, I do that, and the other. So uh, it's up to me. I want to have a big hit. I have a big hit. I do a big hit. I do what I do. So, okay, my fam? Like, it, you heard it. It's, uh, it's, it's impactful when I want to do it. It's, it's there. It's right. Some people are saying your um, your verse, you know, is, is really vulnerable considering the fact, you know, you kind of got that autophobic kind of line in there. What does that autophobic actually mean? Have you done your research, fam? Have you done your research, fam? This is what I'm talking about. Hey, manager, Sally, I told you, they don't do their research, Sally. fam. You got to do your research when you come to me. Don't be asking me questions like that, fam. You got to go and do your research. You're fam. right. Central B, just while we have you here, I've got three questions. Central C indulges in Doja Cat. What does Central B indulge in? I'm trying to indulge in that too. <laughs> I'm trying to indulge in that too. Me and Central B, we's, we's both trying to indulge in that. You know what I'm saying, fam? We, it's, uh, it's, it's hard though when you're out in these streets, but I'm trying to indulge in that too, fam. Um, Central C is also, uh, he, he's, he's not homophobic. So is Central B homophobic? See, Sally, this is what I tell you. Sally, they ask me these <laughs> stupidest questions. Of course I'm not, fam. Of course I'm not. That's all. You just had to answer. That's good because I would have kicked you off this show. Um, why did you choose Central B as your rap name um, instead of Bookie Wookie? Bookie Wookie. <laughs> See, finally asked me a good question. See, I knew for one reason you would do a little bit of research, in it? Uh, sometimes when you're close to the streets, you don't pick the name. The streets pick the name for you, fam. So I didn't pick the name. Uh, the streets was loud for me and they picked my name for me, didn't it? That's the only reason I got this name, Central B. Big fan, though. Big fan. Um, last question. In, uh, historically, in drill rap, you know, you kind of have to actually have done, you know, certain crime. That's five minutes, fam. That's us? That's five minutes. What, what crime have you been a part of? You what are you guilty of? Being an absolute void. What crime am I guilty of? That's five minutes, in it, fam? That, that's on the clock? Sally, we done? Sally, is we done? Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting uh, the look, the eyes from uh, the industry execs here in the building. Uh, we need to wrap this up. Thank you for your time, Central B. Hey, but merch is on the way this Thursday. So if you could just double check uh, with the accounts that you have, everything sorted. Uh, merch is this Thursday, everybody, fam. So get a Shout out to one. Central B. Peace. I'm going to be autophobic. I ain't got no doubt. This is the morning shift. Okay, this is dope because our guest right now is literally breaking down walls that have never been here before. The youngest to ever do it. She's just 21 years (laughs) old, which is, when I actually say that out loud, like 21 years old. 21. And you're doing something as incredible as this. It's absolutely incredible. So representing Tapas Māori, and she's with us today, Hana Rafati Maipi Clark. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. The youngest uh, MP. Um, That's a a flex. Does Does that feel like a flex, Hana? It doesn't? Uh, cringe, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, like, it all, uh, maybe it does feel a little bit cringe, but what does it actually feel like? Because we just talked about it, the closest person to you is 26. I'm like, overwhelmed. It feels overwhelming. I mm. guess, like, in the campaign, it was, like, hectic in your face everywhere. And, um, but, yeah, it's probably sunken in more now that we've gone to Wellington and, like, everyone really walks fast. And <laughs> 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 like, coming from Huntley, you don't see that, so... Yeah, that's, and it's only you there, I guess. Right. Yeah. And then, like, when you're in your own environment, there's, like, heaps of views. But, yeah, it's only you, so you've got to do your work. Yeah, true <laughs> that. We, we are going to get into, like, because oh, I would love to know what, what, 
what it's like down there in the beehive and all of that stuff. But we thought just to kind of war- warm us up, well, we'll just do 21 questions, quick fire. Yeah. It sounds like a lot, but just just quick you answers. We'll go between us. Let's, let's get into it. Okay, Jordan, you got us. Uh, you go for the first okay, one. Okay, I'll start. Hangi or boil up? Hangi. Oh, yes, thank you. I've got some hangi haters over here. Yeah. Which I'm, I just must think have good hangies. That's all I was thinking. I don't think actually anyone really likes hangies, but you just, we programmed to be like, nah, it's the better one. Okay. I that's truly you believe that. Okay, don't fight me. Everyone, everyone relax with it. Okay, there's only one answer to this, but I know you'll get it right. Tip top or vocals? Tip top. Yeah, come on. Yay. <laughs> Love that. Um, what's your favorite waiata at the moment? Mm, I don't know if it's actually come out yet, but um, we're listening to YG Mali's um, song on TikTok. Oh, so you get exclusives now. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's pretty far. Okay, okay uh, what's your go-to breakfast? I don't actually oh, have breakfast. Yeah, you're 21. Like. You, yeah, you don't have breakfast. <laughs> I love that. That's all right. Uh, Beyonce or Riri? Beyonce. Uh, Mariah or Whitney? Nice. Mariah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, love that. Okay, love You're that. hurting me. You're hurting me. <laughs> um, what's your favourite quote? Sit down, be humble by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's Ooh. good. I say that too much, actually. They, they all know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favourite place in the world outside of New Zealand? Outside of New Zealand, probably um, Hilo in Hawaii. Oh, nice. Ooh. I've never been there before, but it sounds just like exotic. That sounds amazing. I'm, I'm right there already. <laughs> um, a leader you're most inspired by? Probably Nelson Mandela. Oh, wow. Uh, what's your, okay, we're going to the other side of this. What's your favourite Disney character? Moana. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Auckland or Huntley? Huntley. I mean, <laughs> Huntley's name. <laughs> uh, league or Union? League. League? Yeah, good. Have to. Yeah, green and gold. <laughs> green and gold, eh? Green and gold. Um, favourite MP you've met so far? Timothy. Timothy Paul. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah 26 uh, What's one hidden talent you have? She's humble. Yeah, we'll, yeah, uh, yeah. It's humble. we'll come back there. We'll get there. That's okay. Our uh, favorite thing to cook? Favorite thing to cook will probably be boil up. There you go. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Why do I? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, something that makes you smile. Something that makes me smile are uh, the kids. Uh, guilty pleasure? Mm, probably chocolate. Me too. This is my last one. Um, who is your favorite? This is, sounds boring, but like your favorite politician outside of New Zealand, like someone that you. Her name is um on Instagram AOC Alexander. Oh, from New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. I've read a lot about her. She's Seems incredible. Right? Still, yeah, yeah, making big yeah. moves. Uh, what's a fear of yours to wrap this up? I know it sounds really crazy, but like seeing your face a lot mm. is like. Yeah, that's still coming to terms with that. It's actually, oh, you about to see it a lot more. <laughs> let's start there. That was that was quick fire with Hannah, um, but let's start there because it's actually um, it actually would be daunting. I I see how resistant you are almost to us talking about you being sort of this young MP because really, like once you're you're out there, there's a sense of responsibility now. Eh? There's a sense of um, ownership that you have to have. So. The, let, let's go backwards a little bit because now it can feel a bit daunting maybe but um, the campaign trail and, and how you even got here like mm. who who was Hannah? Um, Hannah and Huntley is actually like really really blonde <laughs> 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 um, but I guess um, the campaign was actually really really hard because on a Māori seat like you have to go to all your marae you've mm-hmm. got to go to your pokais like there's 
you got Komatas hammering you for stuff as well. They have to keep in, keep in check. Um, and mm. there's such great land masses as well compared to, I think Te Taitonga is like the biggest, don't quote me on this, but like biggest electorate in the world. So there's wow, just wow. a lot more like, I guess, um, ground to se- cover. Yeah, sentimental things we have to cover as well. Um, and if we don't get it right, like that's our home, You're that's our right. Yeah, we, the whole community got to talk about it. I think that's the pressure. It's not really like being in parliament. Like those places, I kind of just kick into second gear and just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're here now, which is yeah. the most incredible thing. But how do you even get here? Pro- like, I'll tell you, like, six weeks before I said, um, I, I said no four times. So I was asked and I said, no, nah, I've got to go to my 21st. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was honestly, like, the last thing on my – because I've, like, there's this kind of um, – thing you have towards politicians naturally and you're like yeah um mm. and i was like nah i ain't been one of those and i think because i've seen a lot of like my grandfather um he just goes hard and you see like the i guess the negative side towards being standing up for something um so that was so not on my itinerary my agenda at all and then the more and more I got there, the more and more I was like, nah, I'm not going to listen to myself moan for three years. And I knew, like, I just feel something in me. I knew that this, yes, government or this time it wouldn't look nice for us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I ain't going to listen to myself moan for three years. So I'm going to do something about <laughs> it. <laughs> and then I can moan. So, yeah, it was uh, it was <laughs> actually <laughs> a pretty hard, hard and fast decision. What changes now that you're kind of in this position like what's your things that you kind of rest on you know um i think like maybe the power that i'm trying to keep in is like not changing mm. um and like just that's what got me there in the first place is like people just said you look like me you sound like me i'm gonna vote for you and like mm. these were people that have never even thought about politics not even just younger people just like people in general um and keeping to that kind of um energy and just being naturally mm. <laughs> naturally being Hannah. what do you think young people are going through and what do we need to pay attention to them because they matter right so like one of our first who <laughs> oh, i'm actually probably gonna get relevant for this but like our first who was like <laughs> nah, couple, okay um do you have a tiktok <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> um but i was like okay i feel like i don't know what every young person's going through but i feel like we might have like similar kind of um stuff um and there's like heaps of layers so like i could be a young person and i word this properly so it's not offensive but they might not have the same experiences as i do like getting a house for example like it's really hard for maori kids to get a house because we might have a maori last name Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So I said, you know, there's a lot of layers that we have to look at. Even like the youth debate, there was. I was like, mm, I don't think um, Tesla's is going to solve the environment issue. So there's like, I feel like um, the cost of living, food, like there was so many stuff. Like the list just went on. But for some people, it's harder if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I guess they start. Some younger people started at a. Different part of the race. Different right? yeah. part of the race, yeah. I, I can't wait for you to look back on this. I already know you're going to have a story career and it'll be 10 years from you and you're going to be like, oh, man, look how young I was. I was 21 when I was doing this and everything was just happening for me. But when you're in there, and I, I, I say this with all love and respect because it's yeah. just like a, a natural thing of how the world works, but do you feel like they're listening to you just on the fact of that you're so young or do you have to fight and be loud to get your point across? 
Um, some spaces they really they're genuine about listening to our perspective, it's and some so places they're like, yeah. <laughs> um, even on my rights. Like, I broke know. my ribs, so I can't laugh from you. I know what you're talking about. Um, and it's not just in Parliament too. Like it's like not yeah, not just there. A lot of different spaces, and I take that like I think that's kind of I was like, well, for me. They can learn from me that I'm listening to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of leaders actually, one thing, one strength they're missing is actually listening. The smartest thing they could do is probably listen to you and what's going on and Yeah, and not even generation. just me, but just like, okay, they've become so experienced in a place um, that they believe that's the only way to go through. Yeah. And I'm like, well, actually, if you just become a sponge and kind of observe, then yeah, that's a better strength. Oh, one hundred percent. This is this is so interesting. I um, I actually I know a lot of your whānau, so like this is such a this is a cool moment for me. Like, um, your your cousin Tia, we we not flexing here, but we did that awesome movie, Born to Dance. Oh. Yeah. Well, he was awesome. I wasn't too awesome. So I, I met all your whānau then when we were doing the pōwhiri and that you know for the movie, and then I worked with your dad, Portaka, who Brooks also worked for your dad, and I know that's my guy. Portaka is my guy, bro. Um, and then I know your other whānau too, and I know how proud you are to be from Huntley. Like your your whānau from Huntley, uh, on that side that you are connected to, um, they. They fly that flag, Huntley, like ruthless. And I, I, I thought about our interview today and I thought, I wonder how Hunter's doing because you probably grow up and there's that sense of like, wherever you go, take Huntley with you or like you're ripping, you know, and you feel a part of that. But then sometimes what can happen is as you, what you could be deemed to say is as you elevate, which isn't really like you're better than anyone, but as you move into a different space that you're in now, it can also become something where you're you're maybe not doing enough. Is that something that you're you're ready for, or that you or that you think about? Yeah, like um, the first thing I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go on the podcast and defend Huntley's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love Huntley here. Oh, Huntley, HUA all I'm day. So much about Huntley all on this day. podcast. <laughs> Green and gold, baby. All of that now. Um, but I'm just so content with myself that um, I guess like the biggest um. Advice I can give myself is like go to sleep, drink of water. Like mm, those are the two basics. things that like the whole you can't be trying to save the world and you can't save yourself. And I think you see so many Maori leaders. Um, yeah. You know, there's like uh, I guess at Marais um, and Hui um, and Kapaka everywhere we hear this term like I'll die for my iwi, um, but I've never really heard I'll live for my people. I'll live like kind of change the analogy of that um and just trying to like serve myself is like not being selfish but is like showing up for my people and if i can't do that i'm okay with that Mm. and they can kind of keep me to account but you can sleep at night i yeah (laughs) that's so mature that is that is that is so true obviously once you get into this role um creating change is one thing that you know you you hope to do and like you just said you're not going to do it overnight like no one rome wasn't built in a day uh but have you had a thought about okay the next six months this is what i'm trying to achieve over the next six years 12 years have you had that thought and what are you trying to do and achieve um we had this whole plan i like we had (laughs) (laughs) had a plan and then obviously we're like scrap the plan we've got to 
get ready, we've got to stay ready and we've got to really take a different approach to this because um, everything is really on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that, I guess, I was saying like we're here, never again can this happen to us. Um, and so many generations have fought for this, etc. And it's kind of like really weird because we're in, I feel like we're in that same place so many generations ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like even coming here, I was like, this is so crazy like it hasn't really sunken in yet how much we're going to have to really fight and really have to um hold the line yeah in and outside of parliament too so can i ask you a tough question when we're hearing those headlines of you know when they're talking about a treaty referendum looking at things like that there are there are maori that hear that that are on a on the spectrum with how connected they are to Mm -hmm. tell maori Mm -hmm. so you're going to hear the kohanga generation that hear that and go, oh, how no, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, and then yeah. you you're going to hear some other Maori potentially where they're like, well, what's the big deal? Like we we can still talk our language, but yeah. like it's just not on the documents in government. Yeah, what are we potentially not seeing with doing something like that? Where does this kind of start? How does this really affect us? Yeah, I I think even like talking to some of my mates, they're like, so like, what does that mean? Do I have to start marching? Like, and for what? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Um, <laughs> So for, I guess when you're in that environment, I guess it's like the ahua or like the energy, um, this whole embodiment of feeling like they can take so much away from you, I guess. Um, and it may just sound like a treaty referendum, but like the the undertones to that is like our mana, basically. It's our mana, it's our rights, it's our um, self-determination. There's so much in that. Um, and there is so much we can do outside of that, like um, they're taking te reo off certain government departments, we can still speak our language, but that defeats the purpose of like mm. having a mana oriti, I guess, or having um, uh, yeah, mana to both sides of everyone who lives here, every human's got mana, so... Um, it's really hard to see it outside of Parliament sometimes, but when you're in there, I, was, I think my first day, I was like, shit, <laughs> I got myself into. <laughs> um, but it's quite, quite crazy how much, I guess, capitalism really plays into who gets to say what and who makes a decision and where the power goes to. Um, but it's probably our job Inti Pāti Māori, um, not just Inti Pāti Māori, but the younger generation to translate that. I think that's what we're lacking is translate, translating that, making that relevant, speaking that in our language so it makes sense, so we're not just fight, fighting for nothing or marching and we don't even know why. What is um, the most, I guess, alarming thing for you with the new government and yeah, the coalition? Yeah, spill the tea. Like, what's, what are they like, you know? <laughs> like, what's, what's the snacks like? Who's an egg? You know what I mean? All that stuff, you know? I Just have a real chat. in the elevator, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I, I guess it's just that, for me, again, it's like the energy. It's like this whole boldness to just, like, like that, like we're coming for you, and I'm like, bro, we're just, we're, all, we're just saying we want the same language. We, we see the treaty, like it's just, you know, side and side. We're not saying. I, I think that's what our coping mechanism is. Then going into fight mode because 
we're not taking away anything from anyone. Mm. Um, we're actually giving. We're giving too much. I think that's our problem. It's mm. like, yep, we gave you our land, we gave <laughs> you our water, we gave you our language, we gave you our stars, our, mm. you name it. And then it's we're not trying to have a competition. We're actually trying to give too much. And I think that's when mm. why we get so traumatised because then we're like, major trust issues with everyone <laughs> so um that's there's not one thing that i think i'm not worried about um everything is kind of on the line for us um but i think one thing that we can look at what well, would be a lesson for aotearoa is the polls um uh. te party maori was like way below and they polls. make no sense no ways their way and i said nah that i knew we all knew that can't be true because we have the biggest social media platform and they wouldn't necessarily be polling younger people or I guess interacting with Māori or engaging with Māori. So um, it kind of backfired. <laughs> said, well, if you're not going to poll us um, and you're going to talk all of this dog whistling, that's going to whistle to our people as well. So it's, I guess it's a very, very head-to-head MMP system as well. Yeah, true that. What are the perks? <laughs> you rich? Are you like in New Zealand, like platinum straight away? Like, what's going on here? You know. Um, there was I was going to ask how much you get paid a week, but that's like way too rude. <laughs> but like, you know, give us some, you know, any perks or. Um, there was some people that were like, oh, "You get the major rewards," and I was like. Um, a quarter club membership is so not worth it. I think I was like probably shocked at um, I never ever took in consideration, I guess, the rewards that came with it or like the pay or the money or anything like that. And straight away, um, and I want to be that guy, but we've taken that to give out food or taken that money to give out to presents for December, for Christmas. Mm. And I was like, far so well, these people making this much money. Yeah. <laughs> and I, never so, I just started and so I'm thinking it's quite good. Like, what are these <laughs> other people? Man, <laughs> but I guess... Well, that's um, sometimes the hypocrisy, right, is you have ministers or like you have people, and I, I don't want to say that, but I always think to myself, like the politicians that talk up the most or have, they go back to two homes that they've bought through you know like talking about those who are most in need so sometimes you know there's going to be something you have to manage over time which isn't your fault at all because you should be you know you're doing a big job but you probably weigh that up don't you like how much is too much or are we giving back enough um because you know you got the cousins going hey your show (laughs) (laughs) actually no taxpayer (laughs) (laughs) um i used the first kind of days in the induction of parliament i was like our tax money's good. Wow. <laughs> and they're tell- like honestly and it's like quite and you feel that kind of guilt and you're like um and i was going around cam- my campaign and i was like yep there's like one side of me that's like i am hannah there's one side that was like yeah i'm not hannah Cookle, so i can't <laughs> give you everything and i'm not gonna overpromise and under deliver but what did you have for lunch like what, what's the lunch spread like I'm trying to so, yeah, so help me here i'm no. trying to get the details okay like what do they give you for lunch you gotta do your own lunch does yeah, it taste really? No, it's giving like high tea. They don't give, yeah. Or oh, maybe it's just party Maori week. <laughs> hey, Rawari, I know you got that budget. It's going to you, eh? Share it with the other members, please. <laughs> I think we gotta we gotta wrap this up. But um, what when you think about your what you're about to do for the next four years, what's what do you want to look back and say? I'm I'm proud and I did that. Um, 
Because there's so many things, yeah. right? But what's what's your one thing, your personal thing? Probably just like just getting here, like mm. just being there. Um, I tend to go so fast, so quick sometimes that I kind of don't just like sit and be present. Breathe. But probably a lesson that I want to have is making sure I have enough time um, for Fano, for my people, for everywhere and not getting as crazy quick like the people down in Wellington because <laughs> I was yeah. like, still be on that Huntley pace. Yeah. Man, the world's your oyster now. 100%. And I just want to say, Hannah, uh, like you'll always have a platform here so long. I mean, we, we hope we're still going next year. <laughs> um, but you always have a platform here to, to say what you need to and just please just don't feel the pressure not to be anyone but a 21-year-old. You're awesome. You're why we need Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. All good. No free lunches? Damn. This is the morning shift. <sighs> what better way to finish the show on a Tuesday than with a moral? A matter is moral. And the moral today is called the fat pig. One day. A shepherd discovered a fat buaka in the paddock where his sheep were feeding. He very quickly captured the pig, which squealed at the top of its voice the moment the shepherd laid his hands on it. You guys have heard of pig squealing, right? Yeah, I've killed one. You would have thought the pig was being cruelly hurt. But in spite of its squeals and its struggle to escape, the shepherd tucked his prize under his arm and started off to the butchers. The sheep in the field were much astonished and amused at the pig's behaviour and followed the shepherd. One of the sheep asked, What makes you squeal like that? The shepherd often catches us and carries off uh, us off to the, to the wool sheds. But we would feel ashamed to make such a terrible fuss, like what you're doing. The pig looked back panicked and said, That is all very well. When he catches you, he's after your will. But he wants my bacon. The moral is, it's easy to be brave when there is no danger. But don't compare two different situations without understanding the other. Well, you got us sort of. I killed a pig on a hunting trip, by the way. Just wanted to make that clear. Only kill pigs when you hunt. <laughs> or never harm a pig when you're hungry. I think it's a it's a it's a valid moral. Like the original moral being like just because you don't understand the situation of somebody else, don't be too quick to pass judgment on their behaviour. Why was it a fat pig moral though? Why couldn't it just be a pig moral? Yeah. Why did the pig have to be big dog? I don't write the rules. He was a fat boaka. What can I tell you? Sparta can't get past. These are getting better. Sticks and stones, baby. Sticks and stones. Hey, check on your people, man. Love you guys. That's another show. We out, baby. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make him an awfully game with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got it. Ah. Okay. I'd like some burger. Ooh.
While we are focused on keeping you entertained here, our yeah, show sponsor, buddy. Chemist Warehouse, they've got it all. Jordan, what do they got? Oh, uh, you know, like vitamins, supplements, skincare, dental, prescriptions. Okay, basically, they've got you covered like a sundress. Love your Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, the best. Potatoes, tomatoes. 